0: Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to This Week in Bitcoin. Rare Pepe is super spreading the Bitcoin 2022 conference. Today is October the 29th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin Conviction. I'm offended by selling. Oh my, did we have conviction just now? We had a half hour delay. Thanks to lovely, it's lovely uh, Jitsi. Uh, but we are here. I'm glad to see my elite friends here today. We're going to talk about Miami. We're going to talk about Rare Pepes. Uh, I, I do want to remind everyone Check out the links below if you want to go to the Miami Bitcoin Conference, uh, April 6th to 9th. Uh, it, I will be there. We will talk about it in a second. Adam10 discount code. It's all linked to below. Hello, my elite friends. But we're going to start off talking about the news of the week. And first of all, I got to say, it is a pleasure To have the legendary Theo Goodman finally in the house after all these freaking years. He is going to start it off by giving us the history of this rare Pepe thing. But why are we even talking about rare Pepe's? A lot of you are like, well, what the heck's a rare Pepe? It it was the original NFT, basically. It was built on freaking, well, counterparty and Bitcoin, like back in the day. And Theo would rant about these freaking rare Pepe's. On the World Crypto Network all the time. And half the time I thought he was joking. I was like, what, what is this? What is this art and Bitcoin and rare pepes? And anyway, we're in the news this week was the metaverse with Facebook. In the news this month, this year has been this rare pepes. And people are trying to separate NFTs and Bitcoin. But we got Juan Galt here who's got a well, he's got a site that's gonna really connect Bitcoin and NFTs. So, give us the history of rare pepe's. What the heck are they, Theo Goodman? And what do they got to do with Bitcoin? I uh, hope you guys can hear me. Okay, this is a very, uh, very special
1: broadcast. Uh, rare pepe's are a, is a true store of value because for a lot of reasons. Because value is not just uh as you might think math and scarcity it's also frogs and happy faces sad faces uh bags of shit and jumping around and colors and stuff you know it sounds really hippie and things but uh that's why they have value um rare pepes have more value than I think any ICO that was launched Uh, during when rare pepes existed for example so yeah rare pepes are uh, tokens on the bitcoin network using the counterparty protocol they were released in 2016 late 2016 to middle of 2018 and they are all parodies remixes and versions of pepe the frog that's the short answer i
0: hope you could Hear me yes yes keep them going you're on fire baby uh
1: uh yeah so basically but it's definitely not the first this whole thing about what's the first nft that just go that discussion goes on forever uh they're de- definitely not the first uh that they started actually um kind of making fun of spells of genesis uh, which already existed and uh no animosity to them but uh actually what happened was is that uh, spells of genesis has a in-game currency called bit crystals this is all on bitcoin people uh, spells of genesis started uh, sometime in 2015 it's a it's a blockchain game with collectible cards kind of like magic the gathering i guess it has some really cool cards really good artwork and uh yeah, they did some things that were maybe people would be critical of because they had like an in-game currency called Bit Crystals. That was back in the day. That was listed on Polo. People that know what that is, Polonex is a chip coin exchange. It used to be one of the biggest. And uh, yeah, they had a lot of press releases coming out, like every day almost. It felt like in Telegram you get bombarded with the new Spells of Genesis um, press release. So and what happened was it's kind of like every coin and every project was getting their own card in spells of Genesis so you can look back now there's an ethereum card there's a storage card there's a there's a doge card in spells of Genesis for example so a lot of the you know different shit coins different ICOs they got cards in spells of Genesis and we were just kind of joking around and then we were like, we were talking about how, well, what if you just made like, you know, legends of Shitcoin coin cards or something like that. And then the next thing you know, someone just pops up in the chat and is like, hey, I made this, I made this rare Pepe and the token that goes with it, uh, join this chat and I'll give you one. So that's basically um, how it started. And uh, yeah, that was the kind of feeling of when it started, the real early ICOs um we're definitely just getting started but it wasn't in full swing and yeah I think people were you know we were kind of making fun of a lot we were, there's a lot of social commentary about what was going on in in crypto that's why they're another reason why they have value they're very historical like if you look at each of the rare Pepe cards a lot of them tell a story about something that happened and and recently I'm having to like retell these stories like people don't know i made a card called pepe nation and it's making fun of bit nation but people don't even know what bit nation is because it's just like a really really old ico basically or um i made guru pepe and it has vinye gupta on it you don't even know who the fuck that is ethereum people don't even know who the fuck vinye gupta is so i don't even know if people here know who he is like, i don't
2: believe it. yeah amazing yeah
1: yeah so it's just kind of interesting how, you know, there's the whole, like, rarity first ever stuff. But you know what? A lot of that wouldn't matter if all the, all the stories and the little, like, funny side stories and details and all that shit uh, didn't exist. I don't think all that rarity stuff would exist. I'm going to add one more thing, and then I'm going to tag team it off. Uh, the other thing that was really different... With Rare Pepe, and it just kind of happened is that, um, you know, Spells of Genesis and all the other uh, projects before Spells of Genesis, which there are some like Nilly Coins. She's an artist that released like some art coins. She has a Bitcoin talk thread from 2014 where she kind of like, she basically right clicked, saved Coca Cola and Disney and made it into a token. Sounds kind of weird, but it's kind of cool if you think about it. It's kind of like conceptual art. But anyway, uh what was different is so nilly she's an artist and she made her tokens and that's it she made her tokens and that's cool and then uh started an announcement from the train doing live from the train uh and then uh i know i thought it was one of you guys talking that was really weird uh and then uh spells of genesis they're a company or they're well everdream everdream soft is their company and they control all the art like they you know contract artists and they think of everything and, and then they release them that's cool too if you want to do it but rare pepe um everybody wanted to make their own rare pepe me too so everyone did and then they got you had to submit them to the rare pepe scientists and then if they passed the dankness of the scientists then it got put in the rare pepe directory so you had this whole community of all kinds of different people from all over the world contributing to this um directory of rare pepes so it wasn't just one artist it's a whole collection it's a whole curated collection of of rare pepes and that's what made it so amazing
0: now i i want to say that juan Galt is well he is making it easy for people to see these old uh, rare pepes at rarepepeworld.com that is the site that he is debuting rarepepeworld.com and we're going to get to Juan Galt in a second, but I want everyone to just check out rarepepeworld.com because Juan Galt is in freaking motion. He's sticking with Bitcoin, but he's going to the old school, bringing these rare Pepes back to the mainstream, but they're being brought back to the mainstream anyway uh, through this NFT craze. But I want to stick with Theo here because as all of you can tell, Theo is an OG like anyone, okay? I mean, this dude has been around. He's got he's got the foul mouth to prove it. Pound that like button, baby. He's showing you how it was back in the 2013 days. But Theo, I want to I want to uh, ask you. I mean, you're from the south originally too, aren't you, Theo? I think you're from the south. Anyway, I, that that doesn't matter. The point is, is you're old school. You are as Bitcoin as they freaking get. But there are some people out there. I would call them part of the Bitcoin Inquisition that strictly believe in a separation of NFT and Bitcoin. What is your take on the separation of NFT and Bitcoin? Clearly, I mean, clearly there is. It's it's kind of funny.
1: It's it's a, uh, it's, in my opinion, it's it's kind of like people that don't know how to have fun. You know, like, you know, there's a hammer. And you could use a hammer to hammer a nail. You could use a hammer to open a bottle of beer or water. Um you could use a hammer to hit someone on the head and kill them. Um but you know, we have these tools and there's many ways to use them. But if but if you say no, there's only one way to use them. There's only one Actually it's kind of, it kind of goes against freedom of transaction because you're saying no. The only way to use Bitcoin is how I say. Now, if you want to use Bitcoin for rare pepes, that's not okay. That's not, you know, that's not haram or kosher or whatever, you know, because because it doesn't fit the digital gold narrative. Whereas if you're like, okay, well, fuck it, it's kind of crazy. We're doing it fucking on chain, but fuck it. We're doing it. It's fucking live. It works. And it's been around forever and like, yeah, wait, it's maybe there's some technical things that are not perfect. And you know what? Nobody knows how all this shit's going to scale. Everyone's yeah, we're going to scale. We're going to make side chains and lightning. I'm not nothing against lightning and side chains, but you know, who's, (laughs) there's so many questions and, and I think what is what we're seeing to kind of, to kind of sum it up, uh, what I would say to those people is. Look at how many counterparty transactions happen right now and how many how much fees are paid by counterparty transactions and think to yourself, who is going to subsidize the block reward? People opening and closing lightning channels or Rare Pepe? Right now, Rare Pepe is winning big time. Just saying.
0: I want to I want to say one other thing about the people who are uh, you know th- you, you can't th- the, the rare Pepe isn't really Bitcoin or something like that. Rare Pepe's aren't they're not cryptocurrency. I mean it, it's something yes, different. Yes. They're not trying.
1: That's the thing that's annoying. Sorry, to interrupt, but it just fucking irks me. Nobody rare Pepe is not trying to be Bitcoin. You know, what? it's not making a claim that it's sound money, and it doesn't have somebody selling 500 steak dinners to come sit at the rare Pepe table you know so if you want that you can get that with bitcoin but you don't but but you know rare pepe is not trying to be sound money
0: and so, yeah and, and that opens the door to the bigger conversation i want to talk about eventually and we're going to get into this that nfts are not money they're not money they're not money at all so, so it, it's like Right. There, there's there's other stuff in the metaverse or whatever you want to call it in the digital world that's out there. And it and it's yeah. not Bitcoin is the ultimate money and we sh- we should be happy about that. And uh all right, so Juan, what what <laughs> tell your story of, of of Rare Pepe, what you're doing, your take on NFTs, etc. Pound that like button, people.
2: Yeah, pound that like button. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, so I, I, I heard about Rare Pepe's, I guess, through the grapevine, uh, I somewhere, late, I think, late 2016. And, and I, felt, um, I felt the FOMO, but not for like the money, but for the coolness and like epicness of it. I felt like, oh, my God, there this is weird. This is interesting. It's different. I was an artist in my early 20s. And so I had like, I, I you know, I had, had it in me to make something. So I just basically grabbed a bunch of memes and splashed them together and made a rare Pepe. And then I submitted it to the scientists and I managed to pass the dank test. And and I ended up with one of the rare Pepes that is in the collection. And, you know, I started... Collecting and trading my peppers for other people's peppers and started building a little collection. Back then it was like five bucks a pop type of thing for them. You know, I think I remember there's one called Pepe Rare that I still think is one of the most beautiful cards. Actually, I'll show it to you right now because the thing is about rare peppers is that they're very visual. You want to look at them. So I'm gonna do a little screen share here. I hope that's all right.
0: Yeah. And 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 talk about, you know, your site that's I mean it's gonna
1: Yeah.
2: Get- yeah. And so I, I remember trying to buy this one and or considering buying this one and 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 i didn't buy it and i regret not buying it so this is the website right um and it's basically a a, a bitcoin explorer for rare pepes um as as theo was talking about rare pepes live on top of bitcoin kind of like a side chain i mean counterparty is kind of like a side chain and um one second. This is the one that I was trying to, uh, that I almost bought but didn't buy, and I regret it to this day. I remember it was like, oh, it's a hundred bucks. It's too expensive, and that this thing is worth like, look, it's it's going on sale for twenty Bitcoin right now, mm. um, which is pretty absurd. Um, but you know, it's a one hundred supply you know, uh, 70 of them have been burned. So there's only 30 units in the in the market of which we, d- we don't know how many have been lost because private keys have been lost or, or, and so on. And to me, this was the Satoshi Nakamoto. This was the rare Pepe of rare Pepe's. But, um, but I mean, it, just because it's pretty, but really the rare Pepe of rare Pepe's was this guy over here, uh, Nakamoto card. This was the first uh. Rare Pepe, the one that Mike created and said, Hey, you know, come into the group and you know I'll send you guys some. And um and this is the one that started it all. And you know, and 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 it's that's what it is. I mean, it's it's art, it's fun. You, I think you're right, nobody's pretending that this is more decentralized than Bitcoin or trying to change Bitcoin or trying to be better than Bitcoin. They're just JPEGs, it's it's art. And I, I think I think one of the most interesting things about this whole NFT thing um is that. You know, if you're born, if you're born in the modern digital age, you know, and, and if you're an artist or artistically inclined, you're most likely not going to be painting with uh, an easel or in a canvas. You're most likely going to be painting with a mouse and a screen. You're going to be using Photoshop. You're going to be using something like that. And if you want to sell your art, like what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to print it on paper and sell a print. That that doesn't make sense. You're 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 going back towards a a different medium. You're not. It's like it's like it's like telling somebody that they should that, that, that telling a musician to to paint their music on a wall and sell it as graphical art. Like you're just changing medium, even though you know it's not that much of a difference. You know. So I think I think what NFTs do is they allow artists to actually sell digital art online they they allow them a, a new way of of monetizing art now does it mean that it's gonna have to be it doesn't it mean that the, the the wild speculation on nfts right now and the many i think money grabs that are going on around right now make sense or sustainable no i don't think so but i think every influencer in the world is gonna now look at nfts and be like well i could make an nft right and that in the market a new, a new thing, a new form of a new, a new item, a new thing has been created, and people are going to try to make them, and and and, and the art world is going to run with it. And clearly, it's already the art world has already run with it. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to to, to say and emphasize that that Theo talked about was that the difference between you know rare pepe's and I I think any other every other uh, NFT out there. Let me know if. Let, let me know if you lost me there. No, no, you're there. You're there. Okay. You're there. The, 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 the the big difference to me between rare peppers and any anything else that I've seen in the NFT market right now is that that rare peppers were user generated content. They were memes. They were they were expressions of culture, and they were also they also had kind of like that that sort of quote unquote immaculate immaculate conception. Which is that they were they weren't made to make money. Like nobody, I think, when they most people, they weren't thinking about making money. These things weren't worth much, even though a market did develop and an auction sort of market developed as as the project matured. But there wasn't an intention to make money, and that actually seems to uh, allow for a certain level of authenticity come through to come through. That I that, that I, don't, I don't think you you really see. Uh, in a lot of NFT projects like I you know I, I am basically playing with NFTs right now and I built a website around NFTs but I don't really care about most NFTs that I've seen so far I I mostly just care about rare pepe's. there's another project now happening called the fake rares uh, by Skrilla who's like uh, a uh, pretty prolific Pepe artist and uh, an artist in general and those have they have some of that magic, that sort of user-generated content. the same structure as Peppers, but a, a new collection of just general memes. And um, I think they have that because it's user-generated. So you're not, you don't have this algorithmic, corporate, sanitized sort of generative art kind of thing that has it's 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 got some cool aspects to it, as we've seen in many of the other NFTs. But but it's also kind of rigid you know it doesn't have the 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 richness of expression that a that a meme has uh and that's also something that doge has doge has that kind of memetics that 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 i think a lot of nfts are missing but uh, we're gonna see uh the full range of artist expression with nfts there's no stopping it uh so i mean i'm just i'm just excited to be part of it and i think it's interesting and i don't think i don't think bitcoiners should be upset about it i haven't really gotten any pushback from bitcoiners about it at all actually the only person that's ever given me pushback about it was a monero guy he's like oh so you're a shitcoiner now <laughs> it's a friend of mine and um so i actually haven't gotten any pushback from bitcoiners mostly they're just confused and bewildered they're like what the what the hell are you talking about right i mean as far as as far as scaling goes i think uh yeah i think there's definitely you know there's going to be ongoing questions about scaling but like during the scaling war everybody was like oh you know fees are going to be really high and look, we're at sixty thousand dollars, and I'm. You're sending. You can send a Pepe for two satoshis per byte, and nobody cares. Um, so maybe we were wrong about scaling. Um, it seems like there was an ongoing spam attack coming from the China, from various Chinese miners, probably state sponsored, probably maybe corporate sponsored. And with the when the Chinese kicked off the miners, suddenly fees went to zero. <laughs> so funny how that works. Um, but I think. Uh, I mean, I think. You know, that there is there's also NFTs happening in the light liquid sidechain. And I don't think it's it's definitely possible to move rare pepes to uh, a sidechain if we wanted to. It's also counterparty is actually fairly advanced in many ways. It supports Segwit, uh, it has some uh, sort of more scalable ways to send Pepes if you're sending a lot of them at the same time. So it's actually they they are very concerned with scalability as well, and they've 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 made developments to help scale counterparty as well. And so I don't think I don't I'm not con, I'm not I don't think these concerns are a big deal right now. But the scaling conversation will be a journey that will that will be the Bitcoin will have to sort of face for the rest of its existence. So, um, yeah, that's for Pep purpose. Um, so I check out the website. There's something off with the search right now, but uh, it should. In general It should work in general. Now, my browser's about to crash, so I'll, I'll join back in in a second. Okay,
0: rarepepeworld.com. I just want to remind everyone, Andreas Antonopoulos says, you know, you've, you've got some old recovery seeds somewhere. Never throw them away. Um, I actually found an old recovery seed of mine for an old wallet. And sure enough, someone had sent me rare Pepes <laughs> in 2016 or 2017 and so i have these i tried to get rid of them right away i was like what the heck are i have no interest in this type of thing and i forgot about it and now i got them I, i i got these you know virtual cards the original nfts whatever you want to call them it's so weird so there might be some other ogs out there like me who've got these things who don't realize they even have them uh, an, another reason you don't get rid of your old uh, recovery seeds when you think everything's uh, cleaned off of them. I want to thank Taval Dakres for sending five bucks. He sent strong hand. Johnny Midas sent 20 bucks. He said, proud co-producer of the Bitcoin Meister show and dude, Johnny Midas. We got some more shows coming up. Thanks to you guys. There've been all sorts of delays, but we got to hear from Kyle. Kyle, we've said a lot here. I don't know if you want to exactly talk about rare pet or if you just want to talk about uh, NFTs, uh, separation of NFT and Bitcoin. Or uh, what NFTs mean to you? Uh, Bitcoin Inquisition, take it away.
3: Wow. Okay. Hey, everybody. Great to be here. Thank you, Adam. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm really bullish on uh, on NFTs in general. Um, I think they represent technological evolution, and if we think about some of the early, um, you know, viral apps and social apps like i look at like foursquare and like what it did back in the day about checking in places and getting badges and they're all just on the centralized like foursquare network but now with nfts like you know that there's a huge opportunity for for the check-ins and like the proof of proof of attendance um you know and beyond that so i i really think that you know with ethereum with like these insane kind of like shipping and handling fees, the gas fees to to mint and create, um, it doesn't really work for like you know the 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 amazing Pandora's box of opportunity for NFTs. But I feel like with you know with Polygon with alternate alternate networks, um, you know there's lots of opportunities to create really really cool um, you know innovation. And, you know, we're just seeing it right now. And I mean, naturally, like, like Bitcoin, like there's a a big money towards the greed, like greed drove a lot of adoption within it. And I think we've seen that within a lot of the, you know, the big collections and, you know, how, how like true is it all versus how manipulated is it all? You know that's up for debate. I think there's definitely some manipulation with a lot of those projects. And there's a lot of like, you know, secret telegram groups that are that are orchestrating, you know, the prices, but effectively anybody can now create and list these, you know, these digital assets. And you know, Adam, you said that they're not it's it's not money. Well, you know, what is money? If it's got value and it's got tradable value, then it kind of it kind of it can it can it can serve as you know a form of money, right? want to jump in there
0: yeah that's my that's my question here is in this metaverse that we're we're entering is everything going to become tokenized and when i say everything i mean everything so then it if we if we live in a world where everything becomes tokenized where this new generation of youth who've been stuck in their house for two freaking years believe that the real world is just sitting in front of their freaking computer and that you know, I, they really own something because they've got a token version of it. They own a Lamborghini because they got a, a Lamborghini token. I mean, they're satisfied with that. So, if we're entering that world, then when we're talking about NFTs, it is completely apples and oranges to what Bitcoin is. So, is everything? I mean, that's that's at the path. I mean, the-
3: yes. So, everything is going tokenized. Like everything is going tokenized, but it's it's the same thing as like you know. I own a car and I have like a registration certificate. Like that's just going to be tokenized and there's going to be like a digital representation which will be more effective and work easy to, you know, potentially get a loan across because I'll have a verifiable key that I can prove. Same with like real estate deeds and property deeds Um, to, you know, basically anything. I I really believe that in the future, literally everything we buy is going to come with an NFT receipt that you'll be able to prove and then be able to have this collection. Is it going to create like a ton of you know, crappy data and tons of ridiculous little tokens? Yeah, probably. But, you know, will there be some value that gets unlocked by that? You know, I think so. And one of the key things about this is self-sovereignty in it all too. So it's moving away from centralized kind of databases and and organizations that are holding on to all these and allowing us to all, you know, utilize and hold on to our keys and then be able to, you know, inter like, um, you know, work with an interoperable kind of metaverse of tons of different solutions out there. And, you know, we're going to have, you know, great user experiences that assist and facilitate connecting it all. And I don't think, I think, like, you know, the metaverse, like, dude, we live in the metaverse. Like, you know, this 3D reality kind of feels like a metaverse sometimes, but definitely, like, the computer, like, you know these these worlds that people are going into um you know will there be a ready player one type lifestyle affordable to people who choose it like hell yeah that's something i want like hell no but like you know again self-determinism it's like if you're really into like you know spending your whole day in 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 like you know vr chat like i guess go for it um but you know i think it's well like all this technology is going to just morph into our actual lives and And, you know, provide, provide some value. And, you know, I'm just want to like, you know, I, I like to say yes to things and like, let's try and let's experiment. Let's see where, see where it all goes. And I feel like it's that attitude that like, you know, brought me to Bitcoin and like, you know, kept the door open towards, all right, let's explore this for the last eight years. And, you know, man, like the world, like we're in a way different place than we were, we were back then. And it's really, it's really incredible. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish. Um, and I think, you know, it all kind of cooperates together. And that's the great thing about an innovative ecosystem is people keep building cool stuff and some stuff breaks. and But we learn from our mistakes and there's constant improvement. Perfection is, is something to seek, but it's never actually realized. Um, yeah,
0: well, I want to I want to say the metaverse is real. It is real. I think Facebook's uh, pivot into the metaverse. Some people are saying it's a they're trying to just go away from all the controversy. B.S. They know where the money freaking is. No one cares about the whistleblower. And fa- I mean, that, that's all mainstream media nonsense.
3: They yeah, that's a, more- That was all crap. That was all are- crap to yeah. encourage more censorship.
0: Yeah, Exactly. They are getting into something early here. And what I'm saying is we you're not forced to live in the metaverse. Thank God. Thank God. Like, like people were forced to give up their lives in the real world. It was it was horrible. I love the real world. I like that there's an option to go into this pretend world. It is a pretend world. It is growing and growing. Some people yeah. love it, but it's it's beyond Bitcoin in a way like in, in this fake little world. You oh. could trade. You could use Bitcoin as money. But then there's all these things there. And so it's like, I, I just want to make it clear to Bitcoiners. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a whole nother genre. It's a whole nother uh, uh, yeah. realm. It, it's like, you can be in this well, metaverse and not be treacherous to Bitcoin or something like that. It, it's it, it's it's quite an amazing time to yeah. live in. It's quite an amazing
1: time. I don't think you need no, to be like afraid as like, a
3: Bitcoiner. Go okay, ahead, Theo. So,
1: Theo. Well... Uh, I just wanted to say, um, as far as like, is it money or not? Yeah, of course you can trade things, and you could maybe say, okay, it's it's, but it's kind. Of, I think an analogy is just to say, you know, does a painting have value, and is a painting money? And so that's kind of like, well, it could be, but you know, kind of, it's kind of, it's basic. They're basically paintings in a way. There are each token is a is part of a. Artistic expression. And so as far as yeah. the met, don't, don't, you, don't you think? I mean, in, in the metaverse thing. Um, th- we're in the metaverse. This is the metaverse. Internet is the metaverse. It's just a. It's just a. It just means like VR world or whatever. But how do you get into the VR world? Well, most people just go on a screen and get into. if You go to crypto voxels or whatever. Most people just do a screen. They don't have a headset on. They're not like dancing around their room with like all these like sensors and shit. And they're probably like on their phone and, and or whatever and like okay it's kind of has a weird feeling to it and and, and all that it's kind of like you know like a like a weird video game basically but this is the metaverse we're here. It's 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 not in my opinion it's a it's a flaw to look at the metaverse as anything separate than the internet. It's basically it's just another word for internet that has like weird vr portals i mean it's all connected so it's all we are in the metaverse now this is weird we're talking to each other i'm in a fucking train bathroom uh, wi-fi i mean this is fucking metaverse you know this is what it's all about and uh so i think that's true okay so this is something though that you know but at the same time as funny and and as innocent as like you know fuzzy bears and doge dogs and and, and and frogs and all that frolicking in the distance look you have to think of it like this This is what i've been, been trying to say for years I gave like, okay, talks about it and I, I think some people got it but it was still kind of off and i think people are seeing it now is that you know there's different okay you're into Bitcoin and you want more people to be into Bitcoin, or you want more people to be self-sovereign or whatever, or something like that. Right? Okay. Well, everyone that kind of understands sound money, they're kind of into Bitcoin already. Everybody that's a gold bug, they already know about Bitcoin. Everybody that's a trader, they know about Bitcoin. But now we're seeing everybody that didn't under doesn't un, doesn't care about sound money and you have no use for that. Uh, they like to play sports. They're really good at sports, though. Oh, they might be like, well, NFTs, that's weird. Let me look into this. Oh, then they get exposed to the concepts of sound money, of sovereignty, of inflation, and all that shit. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Hell, yeah, I want to own this shit for real. This fucked up. People that don't care about economics and don't give a fuck about trading, but they understand Pokemon, or they understand art, or they like big... Big bass beats and shit like that. All those people, which is a shit ton of people, which is actually most people, you know, most economics is fucking boring as fuck. People don't want to learn that shit. They want to have like big bass. So if we want to appeal to people that like big bass and don't understand economics, unless there's a pain situation, then humans learn when there's pain when they like get fucked, of course, then you learn. But like, that's what NFTs can do that's what they appeal to they appeal to a different value system than the typical like Bitcoin or even ethereum value system mm. it's a totally different value system it's not scam it's nothing like that it's just a different it's a it's more hinged on subjective value in the first place instead of objective value yeah. in the first place so mm-hmm. subjective value is like big base and objective value is like 21 million. And that's it forever. So you know you're appealing to a different people, but now with Facebook, it's different. Now it's game on. Now it's fucking arms race. Whoever has the dankest memes wins. And Facebook is gonna hide, they have a lot of money, so they're gonna make some dank shit. And then when you but when you go into their metaverse, you're in the surveillance verse, and they're gonna be now. They're going to be holding out all kinds of cool things, and they're going to have a surveillance blockchain, and they're going to have their surveillance verse worlds and all that shit. And they're going to have clones of rare pepes, maybe. Who fuck knows? And like, but that's basically what's going to happen, because in order to monetize it, the way Facebook works is you need to have surveillance. And that's what's happening. So basically, they're like, holy fuck. We're doing this wrong. We tried to make a fucking stable coin. No one gives a fuck about a stable coin. That's fucking boring as fuck. People like frogs and dogs and fucking fluffy shit. They don't want fucking stable coins. Who gives a fuck about that? Even the poorest person would like be happy to have a fucking doge picture rather than a fucking ass backwards Facebook stable coin. So I don't know. That's just what I think is going
0: on. You know, you're, the the objectivity versus the subject, uh, objective value versus subjective value. I mean, you're you're, you're going deep there. I like I like that a lot. Yeah. I like the simple. <laughs> what I was going to ask the panel was: Are NFTs uh, going to bring people into Bitcoin? And Theo basically said yes. Uh, bring them in. I mean, they wouldn't have found out about Bitcoin otherwise. So. There's a positive also. He also mentions, you know, Facebook, it's game on. And he's absolutely right. Um, NFTs, remember this new line of mine. I believe NFTs are a redistribution of cultural influence. They are a tool for the redistribution of cultural influence. There are people all over on, on the right side of the aisle who could use NFTs to redistribute cultural influence. Uh, hmm. Right now, this is a whole new this is a whole new ball game here. So of course, hmm. these big corporations are going to want to keep their cultural influence. They're they're going to jump into this uh, this thing like, like, like they are now. Juan, you've you've got I, I want to. I've got some right,
2: thoughts for sure. Go ahead. You've
0: got some thoughts for sure, but a real quick yes or no from Theo. A real quick yes or no on this question. I want to know your is everything going to be tokenized? Are we entering a realm where everything? Oh yeah, going well that we knew we knew that
1: when the ICO started. So. It. As yeah. soon as
0: okay. dental coin we knew everything was gonna be all right. So,
2: so
0: so so Juan, Juan, take it away. You got a lot to say.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean uh really fascinating the idea that that um this is a redistribution of cultural influence. It's almost almost like it's a new form of virality, right? Like you can try and censor a meme as much as you like, and social media has changed the algorithms and, and tuned down. The, the virality magic that was there in the previous years in order to keep control over narratives, uh, but ha- they're going to have a harder time when there's money at stake. You know, you can censor something a lot, but if it's worth $500,000 and it was sold on the blockchain, then people are going to go wonder what the hell it is, right? Now, just because something has a lot of value doesn't mean that it's currency or money. I mean, I think that was kind of touched on and I just, I have to re- say a couple things about that. You're just looking at the basic sort of Aristotelian analysis of what money is, right? It's like durable, portable, divisible. That's really interesting, right? Like the, the blockchain, the blockchain, quote unquote, really secure decentralized blockchains like there's three of them maybe, right? It lets you have durable tokens on top of it, right? Like you, like Deppes are durable in that sense. They are portable. You can send them from here to China in the same velocity as a normal Bitcoin transaction, they can be divisible. So it's weird, they have some of the characteristics, but they don't intrinsic value, I don't believe in. And 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 they also don't have, they don't have the same, uh, they're basically by fiat, like NFTs are in a sense, by fiat and that's not to this NFTs, but they are, you know, a, an artist issues them, authors them, and then has full control over the supply Supply is completely centralized by design, no matter how many you choose, even if it's a one of one NFT, which is, I think, a fairly stable model or like more as we did with the original Rare Pepes, right? Sometimes it's 100, 300, 1,000, you know, 10,000, right? But the the artist has all the supply and now they they have to distribute it. So it's a much more proof of stake in that sense, kind of oligarchical distribution. And that's one of the main reasons they are terrible money. They're not money at all. Um, And then last, I mean, I think you could. They're also non fungible by definition, literally non fungible tokens. Money has to be fungible to be money. And so they are not money, but that doesn't mean they don't have value. And just because something has value doesn't mean it's money. Um, Can it be traded? Yes, of course. Can it be exchanged for other things? Yes, of course. Um, So, yeah, that's that's just I had to I had to to get that out there. But
0: Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I just I think this whole conversation is. I want everyone to one takeaway to get from this conversation is that it's it's different. It's not Bitcoin. It it doesn't compete with Bitcoin. It's just uh, we're we're entering a real interesting time here. A real interesting time period. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything to say about uh, what we've been uh, yapping about?
3: I mean, is Doge money? Is, well, Bitcoin, and, is and Bitcoin's money, right? Bitcoin's yes. money, so Doge's money too.
0: Doge is competing with Bitcoin, yes. So I'm not a fan of uh, I'm not a fan of altcoins. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I, I think it's uh, I think that's different. And but what Doge and the Shiba stuff shows,
3: there's it, different it, though. Shiba is different than Doge.
0: It's all Ethereum. You're right. it, it is. There there But what what these meme coins show is what Theo was talking about beforehand. That the the eighty percenters out there, they they don't care about the, the the basics. They don't care about the they don't care about inflation. They think it's great. Um, it, it, they want fun stuff, and uh, there's a place for that in, in this world. Uh, it, you know, people, I'm not into that at all. I I think Bitcoin is the you know the money of the world. But this this means you can have meme money also. Clearly, you can have meme money. The market has. Sh- I mean, Robinhood uh, lost a didn't make as much money this quarter because Dogecoin was not as popular. They're a publicly traded freaking company that relies on a freaking meme altcoin. I mean, that's where we've gotten to in this world. So I believe that that's gambling. Uh, you know, and I don't recommend people gamble and and and, uh, and whatnot. But uh, so memes are memes are what the youth crave. Memes can be part intertwined with money but memes can be just intertwined with the metaverse and have nothing to do with money either but can have some sort of value and memes are part of the whole cultural influence paradigm so you were going to speak of uh dogecoin and and, and this dog stuff that's going on.
3: yeah well, i mean i was just i mean i just i i like dogecoin i like giving away dogecoin as well like i think it's a great kind of gift coin and an intro like an an introductory coin because it has a lower kind of seriousness like bitcoin like dude i bet if you roll on someone new like it can be probably a little bit intense like dealing with the bitcoin like you know from someone who's like so deep and in love like and like, you know, really like crazy about it. Like it's great, but the Doge is really simple. It's like not scary at all. And it's like, you know, and by like making a transaction, like through self-custody wallets and introducing them to the way it works, it's like, okay, I get it. And then, oh yeah, this is Doge. This is just like, you know, it's fun. It's not that serious, but Bitcoin, like, you know, Bitcoin, this is the training wheels for how Bitcoin works. That's all I really want to say about that. I like Doge. I think it's, I think it's fun it's not it's like people are like oh it's hyperinflation it's not hyperinflationary it's inflationary it just doesn't but the curve it's not it's like it's it it's not fiat powered where there's where there's massive issuance like you know according to a centralized group so Anyways, it's just fucking fun. And it's like a community that is not, that is, has not been that like, you know, aggressive or hateful or like divisive um, or like, you know, engaged in a lot of tribalism that a lot of different coins as like even within Bitcoin, like, dude, there's like three camps out there that all call Bitcoin, Bitcoin. So it's like, you know, and all of them have fairly compelling arguments if you, if you want to go through each of them. Um. So anyways, that's like, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it, that's. Part of this whole ecosystem. But yes, BTC, Bitcoin Core, 63,000, Mac Daddy value, like biggest, strongest, most secure, most decentralized because low blocks, blah, 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 blah. It's awesome. Everybody get Bitcoin, get in there. And if you want to join the, if you want to gamble a little bit and like you want to try and like, you know, because there are like, you know, huge gains that are happening. People are creating these tokens and it's giving access to some. Of this. And some of these are total just bullshit projects out there. But a lot of them are actually good projects. And by creating tokens, it creates you a new vehicle to raise capital in a model that is different from before. The venture capital model of like going and trying to like, you know, sell your business towards these big interests who then take like controlling stakes in it. And they might really care, but really, at the end of the day, they're just trying to drive profits versus being able to go to a community that's really down with a project and down with an idea and like crowdfund from the entire world with very low barriers to entry. Like, that's really powerful. And then, with the magic of digital programmable money you can do kind of cool things to design innovative structures and models that will ideally engender and create more value and lead to more prosperity and and efficiencies and ultimately fun for everyone all
0: right and i again yeah. you, you mentioned a lot right there there's a difference between altcoins nfts and icos there's all all sorts of different things that were in, involved right there Um, absolutely and hey
3: let's and nfts too it's like we talked about voting forever with 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 crypto it's like that was one of the holy grails of blockchain was the voting it's like dude nfts we can do voting too with nfts like pretty easily like you know and we can do them with tokens too so it's just different forms and different factors but the key thing is this is more impressions and more shots to try and build a new earth and make these existing centralized toxic organizations and systems obsolete and we don't fight those systems any longer we build these new ones that make the existing ones obsolete and we go forward and we create this new earth
0: okay and i that's why i say compete don't complain out there and don't destroy mm. there are these hardcore bitcoiners that think nfts should be destroyed and this is just ignore them if you don't like the metaverse <laughs> live in the real world it's it's real it's good real luck easy. with that now the, the, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> again i just don't want people to conflate Dogecoin and NFTs—they are com- uh, apples and oranges type of type of things here. T- totally yeah. uh, different. So-
2: I, I just want to say, I I I think um, I think you have a point there with the distribution of private public key stuff, and I think it's important for Bitcoiners to kind of, well, for the whole market really to take a step back and think about. The, the 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 bigger consequences of this, right? Like it doesn't matter what coin you're flipping or what, what you know, whether it's a shit coin, a scam or, or the next holy grail. The bottom line is people that are using actually sovereign wallets, right? They are getting private public key cryptography, right? They're getting private keys in their hands. And so this is a big, big deal because it means like through that infrastructure and through that learning curve, we can build a society that is, authenticated from the source of the individual end-to-end encrypted we can create end-to-end encrypted communication channels we can it we can it's literally a new civilization an internet civilization using the most powerful cryptography in the game and there's never in history been a kind of distribution of cryptography like this Um, these were the tools of kings um, before this decade and now they're in the hands of the people, and that's a big deal. It doesn't matter what coin you have, right? Like you can have Bitcoin as a uh, way to escape inflation and the collapse of the dollar that is coming, and it's near, like it is upon us, right? But but there's more than that, right? We're gonna have to build a society that can resist a lot of the sort of soft power attacks and fourth generational crap that's coming at us today. That's only going to continue, um, and I think this cryptography stuff is actually a big piece of that, right? So I think, yeah, I mean, he, I think, I think, uh, I think you're right about the Doge. You know, it is. It's not threatening. You can give somebody a Doge, and they're not, they don't get tense about it. I've given a lot of people Bitcoin. I teach, I've taught a lot of people how to set up Bitcoin wallets. They get nervous. They're, they're anxious. It's like a very serious thing for them, right? Because they realize it has value, right? You give them a Doge, they're like, oh, that's it, cool, right? It's a good way to learn, and, and children learn with toys, and people learn with with playful things that are low risk and low and low, yeah, you like know, a couple low. years ago
3: it was like really fun to give people ten thousand Doge. Like yeah. here, it's like nothing. Here's ten thousand. Oh, I'm getting ten thousand, and then dude, you get three. call three years later, like oh dude, I still have that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, you know, you know, it's like, oh wow, right. And that's the same yeah, thing that and, happened with Bitcoin yeah. over the years too. So you know, and, and that's great. And I think as well, even with this whole NFT and the, and like you know and altcoins, there's still a, a a pressure of the centralized services to keep people away from truly understanding the keys. So like Coinbase with them yeah, launching yeah, yeah. NFTs, like they want to still hold on. Like you talked about yeah. Robinhood and Doge, like Robinhood is not Doge. Like Robinhood is yeah. just a futures market. No 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 key custody and it was like really in my opinion it's like the antithesis of Doge because it's all, like the only reason you buy a Doge Robin on Robinhood is, right. is to make money. It's it. That's it. It does it's like yeah. it's it there's there's nothing else other than trying to make money on it.
2: Well, and the irony of the whole GameStop saga with Robinhood is just like it's Robinhood only a name, you know. It seems right. Like one, once the pop, the people were actually like winning the game, they they cut the cord, right? Um, yeah, but, uh, the people
0: yeah. do not use Robinhood. You do not own any cryptocurrency on Robinhood currently. Well, it just
2: is, understand what you're using, right? Like,
0: it's
3: yeah, it's it's, 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 you, it's a it's a betting market. It's the it's way to get market. more
0: fiat. It's valuing your wealth in dollars. I mean, that's that's mm. all it is.
3: The only yeah. way you can withdraw it is right to right back to your bank account. So it's like fully tracked. It's fully, it's it's yeah. it's crap. Anyway,
0: yeah. Well, Theo's been silent for a little while. Do you have anything to say that, about these? Uh,
3: Theo NFT, dropped
0: NFT communities. The 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 rare Pepe community, the Bitcoin community. Communities into how we live in this era where there are uh, tribes built around money and tribes built around digital assets
2: now, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dropped. Um, right um, right. But no, um, right here, that, those are excellent it. questions. By the way, uh, yeah, he just dropped. So the search engine in Rare Pepe World is working again. Uh, we have a couple of Wojaks in the back trying to f- you know, make sure everything works and that uh, the search has been fixed. So go to RarePepeWorld.com and uh, put in whatever words you like. You know, just start searching stuff. It's a really fun, exploratory environment. Um, can you guys hear me? I uh, yeah. hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's good.
0: So, yeah, yeah, I hear, we hear you. you guys, so yeah. my, my question to you two then instead of okay, Theo. Okay, Theo, Theo had to go – I mean that – that guy is that is an OG. When you got a mouth like that, baby, you know you're coming from the old school. Pound that like. That we're living in this realm now where uh there's uh tribes built around uh, money and and digital assets. You're going to be tribes it's it's a tribe builder. NFTs are a tribe builder, but at the same time we've there were never tribes built around the euro or the dollar. It's 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 amazing that we're living. So Juan, what's your cults
3: built around the euro and the dollar though.
0: There's definitely tribes around
2: I know it's I pick it up when you're laying down. Yeah, yeah.
0: Juan, you, you were gonna say something about yeah.
2: That. yeah, no, I mean there's definitely tribes around the dollar and the Euro, right? But um I don't know. I think I think yeah, I think we, we're in an era of of um kind of weird mimetic vulcanization, right? Like, and, and, you know, the, the interesting thing about the internet is that it's because it's liberated people's curiosity and pursuit of knowledge and information to the max. Like literally nobody has any excuse anymore. If you have a dumb phone worth 50 bucks, you can Google stuff, um, you know, and Google it's not what it used to be, but it still works in general um it lets you at least get to .go. you can start finding all kinds of information and learning and that means that people are going to start organizing not around tr- sort of uh necessarily uh genetic ties or even like uh local ties or national ties but around interests right and we're kind of all reorganizing around interests even though those those sort of local kind of ties are still there and they're always going to have some revel events because we are made of meat no matter how metaverse you want to get we are made of flesh and bone and and so i i think yeah i mean it's 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 very curious i, I think that's actually two one of the most interesting things about the nfts is that uh influencers and artists can now um you know they can they can issue uh yeah grab a piece of art you know make a on 100 of 100 um issuance of an nft put it on the market people buy it and now those people that have it can cryptographically sign and prove that they have the token and that proof can be used as a kind of ticket to access um private experience environments like a telegram group like a private telegram group like a vip like, section like at a conference event. Like a conference. That's right. And that this stuff is being tested and used right now. Right? Is is that what Miami Crypto's doing? Are, are they playing with that technology?
3: Yeah, we're gonna be like, we're gonna be rolling all sorts of NFT experience throughout the whole thing, trying a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of new new angles. But before we get to that, did you guys see the movie Free World with that uh, Ryan Reynolds guy? No. It was it was like a it was a really big one, and I highly encourage just watch the trailer of it because it's a it's a look it's 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 a metaverse it's a game it's a matrix but in it it's like people wear glasses and then they see everything around them so it talks about like the augmented reality like the full augmented reality world that we can have once we have nfts like you know with, like fully integrated is like going to be very very powerful it's like we think about the way that we use the google and like use our phone a lot tied with location but like ultimately like the glasses as well should be able to showcase things. So I feel like that was a good kind of signaler to where we're going. And like, I know that like with doge disco, like the NFT game that we made um, uh, and launched a couple months ago, like we put NFTs into augmented reality in a geospatial fashion. We're actually going to be launching a project around that. Um, You know, this, this, uh, you know, this, we're going to have it like one, you know, the decentralized dance parties. Hell Yeah. So we're hosting a, a DDP on November 11, 11, 11 Miami. Oh, nice.
0: And we're we're going to talk about all sorts of Miami stuff in a second. I want to I read a tweet out there that, again, I, I just want to remind everyone, Bitcoin is money, but we are entering quite a crazy digital realm here. Uh, Twitter is implementing NFTs. Coinbase is building an NFT marketplace. Facebook is all in on Metaverse. GameStop is building an NFT marketplace nike working on nft verification of shoes warner brothers looking to release music uh nfts uh and th- this guy says he's bullish okay well i, I just gotta say this met- the metaverse is freaking real and um it- there is opportunity out there and opportunity is good for society bring the poor people who don't have jobs right now uh, get a job in the metaverse i mean and, and you work from home i mean there's also Insanity that is is being launched upon us through this digitalization of everything that, again, goes beyond Bitcoin. Bitcoin, perfectly digitized money. And so now we're seeing experiments with, like, culture being digitized and people living in a freaking digital world, which I don't recommend living there 100% of the time. Um, So, I mean, that's why I am – I'm really – and. Facebook is one of the big, most powerful com- uh, companies in the history of mankind, and they've renamed themselves after the metaverse, Meta. I mean, this is big. This is really big stuff. So uh, this could be a beyond Bitcoin show right now. This is a, I mean, this is quite. We're talking beyond Bitcoin. We're talking, uh, the, we're talking this week in Bitcoin, and we're also talking super spreading the Bitcoin Miami uh, conference. <laughs> Miami is a city of freedom. Okay, it is Juan and I were hanging out at the Bitcoin 2021 yeah. conference. I don't know where Kyle was then. He was around. He
2: was wearing a Dogecoin banana suit and uh, had a speaker on two wheels.
0: Wait wait, wait wait
2: wait! He wasn't at the Bitcoin <laughs> Bitcoin Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin. Dude, he was giving cops. Doge. I I was I was <laughs> giving out
3: stickers every to, doge stickers to everyone in a banana suit with a super high powered speaker, having light up dance parties all over. It's a real shame we didn't connect. <laughs> wait, wait, Kyle, you were it's amazing. At... You didn't
2: see him or hear wait, wait. him. You were at the
0: freaking at the you know where they were, the the super spreader yeah. event where we all. Yeah. Of course, spreading. We were. I I didn't. Dude, man, we could have been. There are so
3: many people. There was ten
0: thousand. I know. I know. There were a few. There were a few others. By the way, these these two Canadians here. We got a Canadian in in the chat. (laughs) Right. We got a Canadian in the chat right now who knows all about rare Pepes. And Juan has met this Canadian before, and I met him before. Richie Rich is is in the house. We just want to give a shout out to Richie. You know who Richie Rich is, Juan? You remember him from? uh, Tone's conference. I mean, he oh, probably his real name. I don't know Richie's real name. I forgot Richie's real name.
2: Um, you were yeah, hanging. My memory's not great, but I'm sure if I, he if was, I see. We were him, hanging
0: not- out with him. We were hanging out with him uh, in the hotel. Well, you, he went, he was in your hotel room or something like that.
2: Nice. Like, I, was, wow. I, was, I, 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 I don't well, know. Well, you know, the party was good when you can't remember it. Right. So Richie
0: Rich was hanging, man. He's a real dude. And he, knows real, he's a rare, but I want to go back to, you know, we're, we're there's going to be, you know, Kyle's going to talk about, I mean, Miami is such a great place for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. There's even another conference in November that's not Bitcoin Magazine's conference. I want to focus on Bitcoin Magazine's conference because they're the ones who are, who are paying yeah. for the show and everything. They are they're, they're great. So use yeah. the discount code ADAM10. It's linked to below. Uh, also, you know, buy your ticket through the link below. But, but, Juan, are, are you well, going to like April, April 6th to 9th? I already have my Airbnb bought in Miami. Miami is freaking awesome. Juan, your thoughts on Miami, on Bitcoin 2022? Well, let me
2: tell you a story of uh, Bitcoin 2021 just to entice you to consider coming to to Bitcoin 2022. So uh, right at the end, this is actually, I think, my favorite moment of Bitcoin 2021. Right at the end, uh, I was hanging out in the the art gallery that they had there. They had a bunch of art. And some of the Pepe people were actually there and stuff. Uh, Skrilla was there and uh, Joe Looney. And, uh, you know, Johnny Dollar was there to a bunch of awesome Bitcoin crypto artists. And so we're hanging out and we're walking, making our way out as the firemen are trying to shoo us away, right? And um, I think I had like a beer in my hand and like Johnny Dollar had like a mushroom cap out of his hat, like a feather. And then uh, Dogecoin man, Kyle Camper, of course, had his, you know, full banana suit and wheeled speaker, right? and uh, <laughs> And so we're walking out and we just sort of, basically set up shop on the corner right outside of the uh, like right at the exit of the conference and there's like eight to ten cop cars and 30 cops right and just all around right it's just completely packed and we're just hanging out we're just talking right and just drinking beer and somebody pulls out a joint and right there's you know there's a vape going around and we're just basically continuing the party there and all of a sudden i mean i'm a spanish you know and i'm you know i guess I, I, you know i've seen some shit right and and I started to get a little bit nervous. I'm like, you know, I don't like being surrounded by these many cops, right? Like this isn't, you know, so I kind of like keep it to myself. And then suddenly Spider-Sense senses tingle again. And I'm like, hey, Kyle, um, I don't, this is way too many cops around here. Can we just go somewhere else? Let's just take this party elsewhere. And he kind of like ignores me. He's like, I don't worry about it, right? Keep partying, keep drinking, kind of like mention it again to Kyle. And he's like, listen, and he just puts his hand on my shoulder and he says, listen, they are here to protect us. We are safe. They're here to protect us. And and I look around and, fuck, he's right. The cops were literally there to guard the Bitcoiners that were smoking weed and drinking beer outside on the streets talking about <laughs> whatever the hell we were talking about, a crypto art in Bitcoin. They were. And then he proceeded <laughs> to give them Dogecoin and give a bunch of them Dogecoin, right? And, um, and
3: also, like, and they were also, like, like this was too like they're none of them are wearing masks they're all hanging out they're listening dude they're smoking cigars like the cops were smoking cigars (laughs) like how like that was so rad they were so cool and they were really interested as well like in everything so they had lots of questions and like you know this is Part of it. It's like you need like this technology is not just for the weirdos, like it's for everybody. So it's important to like, you know, extend and introduce and showcase them. Yeah, I talk, give them dote, but also talk about Bitcoin and be like, this is a great introduction. Understand wallets, understand like the importance of having your own wallet in this. And then, like, and then and then, yeah, somebody got arrested. Like some some like you know tweaked out because it's like dude where winwood is there's a lot of like there's there's there are dangerous people yeah yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. it is but, miami it's man. not at,
0: it's not at winwood this coming year it's going to be at miami beach yeah winwood i walked through a kind of sketchy area by the way the sketchy area was better than Baltimore. still just uh, pound that like button if you want to make comparisons for for those of you who are freaked out by winwood uh, it's uh, dude uh, winwood no, is incredible winwood is
3: winwood awesome, is the is, it was amazing is, amazing yeah. Yeah. and like you know and that conference and that yeah that that event was that event was great
2: yeah well, so my, my point was my point is that miami respected us right miami appreciated us and actually like took care of us right like miami is a bitcoin crypto city and um yeah i mean you you kind of have to experience that and and being surrounded by ten thousand bitcoiners right like it was surreal right and partying with them and all that stuff it was it was surreal so yeah. um you have to experience it I you know it, and this it's- year this year they're aiming for thirty thousand okay there you go
0: 30 freaking thousand is the goal this year so people big number uh, we'll, we'll I guess we'll all be there again you, you get to you get to hang with these dudes that you see all, the best freaking guests in the space. They, that are on This Week in Bitcoin with me, they're going to be there. Juan, you remember we were just standing there. We were running into all sorts of people, Denver, Bitcoin, yeah. all these good, Al's and Cross, just by standing there, you're, you're running into all these people. And the coolest thing is that oh, yeah. you, right. you realize that all of us that you meet, the guys that are on my show at least, we are the same people on the internet that we are.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. There's no filter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no, no different. This is Juan. This is me. I didn't get to be Kyle, but I assume it's it's the same it's the same thing.
3: Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I it's not the same thing. Sorry, Adam. It's, it's, you're, it's different? A, you're different. You're different. I'm man? I'm a different person. Well, we're all different. We're all unique in our own in our own special ways. We
0: are a unique beasts on this show. Be a unique beast. Yeah, and like a true unique beast doesn't try to destroy things again. Uh, because I, I will get some, who knows? I'll probably get some feedback on the show. Why were you talking about NFTs? They're not Bitcoin. I mean, come on. It, it's, it's, yes, they are not Bitcoin. They they are not Bitcoin at all. It, they are not money. It, it, something something different. It's the metaverse, dude. The metaverse is real. I got I gotta admit this metaverse thing is real. All right, yeah. so not to confuse
2: people. Since yeah, Con- this is something else that I that I and I wrote an article about.
0: Yeah.
2: No, go, go, go. Yeah. Um yeah, so I, I wrote an article recently about, about kind of like this this dilemma of how to, you know, I, I the, the title I think is like toxicity, the, the toxicity versus scam dilemma, right? And one of my points there, I think, I think I made the point in there. If I didn't, is that there has been progress in the crypto scene right like the first generation of altcoins was like oh we're better than bitcoin because we got faster blocks and this and that which in 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 reality is bullshit. it doesn't matter how fast your blocks are it matters how hard it is to double spend or reorg your blockchain that's really what matters um and then the next generation was icos right and then turns out that icos like the percentage of successful companies from icos is so tiny i don't even have an example to give you um and then Now, so, but, but now, but they're not trying to, they weren't, the ICOs weren't trying to pretend to be better than Bitcoin in general. They were more like, oh, we're going to create new companies that are trying to change the world and save the world, and all this sort of magic sci-fi shit, right? And then the next generation now, we're down to DeFi and NFTs, right? And DeFi is like, oh, basically hard to regulate gambling, right? Like they, they pretend to be decentralized finance, even though most of them are centralized and have admin keys and stuff, but it's basically... of like decentralized gambling a lot of them are like honest poncies they're like yeah you know you lock your coins more people come in you get it you know you're flipping money right it's literally honest poncies and then and then those coins are just j sorry nfts are just jpegs that you're tokenizing right so the 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 narrative the, the the justification the marketing is much it's coming a lot closer to reality i think to some degree even though i think a lot of these technologies and ideals are good and are achievable but the, the 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 narratives are much more reasonable, and I think that's where the battleground is. The battleground is not really on the technology, it's about how you sell the technology, right? So if somebody tells me that shitcoin A is a great store of value and currency, it's like, no, it's not, it doesn't matter. Currency is really hard to achieve, like it's very, very difficult to become a currency. And being a store of value, good luck with that as well. But if you call it something else, if you're making the case that it's just a JPEG or a proof of certificate of of sale or ownership or proof of donation or whatever your NFTs are going to end up being legally, which is going to be multiple forms. That's a different thing. It's a different asset. You know, there's more things in capitalism than money, you know, money requires capital and there's other financial products. So, um, anyway, that's, that's my rant.
0: Woo. Hey, Kyle, uh, we, we don't want people to be confused. Again, the, the Bitcoin 2022 is Bitcoin magazine. That's April 6th to 9th of 2022. But, uh, What's up with this uh, November event here in Miami? So much going
3: on in Miami. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I love David Bailey and Bitcoin Magazine and have utmost respect. Fantastic and looking forward to April, uh, but there is more opportunity in Miami to bring people together and also to expand we all love bitcoin but to expand as well to showcase some of the other projects in it so in april of this past year there was the first ever miami crypto experience which It was sold out and was capped at about 750 people. And that was like the first kind of coming together post-COVID. And man, it was so great to have everybody together. And we decided, you know, let's do this again. I wasn't kind of core involved on that one, but I've since gotten very core involved on this one. And I'm like bringing all my magics towards creating an exceptional experience. So does the, do you hear the audio if I press press play on this? Okay. Do you hear the audio? no all right well whatever we'll just leave that but there's a really rad but we got tim draper who's going to be launching a product there um paul from edge wallet he's going to be one of our speakers ken bozak great guy kathy hackle godmother of the metaverse mark moss freedom fighter reeve collins founder of tether and other things ralph paul real vision kyle kemper yours truly Dr. Sarah Mansky and many November, more.
0: November what?
3: November 10 to 10 to 12 and one attendee is going to win a McLaren. So our sponsor one of our title sponsor Car their stick is they give away supercars. So one of our attendees is going to be getting a McLaren. Uh, We're going to have a 3d scanner in the house to be doing uh, to be turning people into NFTs. We're going to be launching a lot of kind of cool products there. We're going to have a decentralized dance party on the Thursday night and we've partnered with bare knuckle fighting championship. So it's like UFC Um, and we're going to be having a fight on the Friday night in front of 5,000 people. And we've set, we're setting the ring up on Tuesday and it goes from Wednesday to Friday. So all the keynotes are actually going to be happening in the bare knuckle fighting championship ring. The ropes will be down. Uh, but it's, it's going to be like a pretty radical kind of experience. And one of our goals is to just have it crypto through and through and hosting a lot of workshops for kind of interactive discussions. So it's not just kind of, you know, speaker panel all day long. And, uh, goal is just to have a have a ton of fun and bring people together because we need to celebrate and we need to enjoy life because you know the last cu- the last couple of years have been hard have been hard on people and i know like my wife was like man i just want to just want to go to a party I just want to have fun so like you know miami is a incredible city where we can do these things we can have fun and i made a code for anybody adam20 20% off if you're interested expcrypto.io um, And uh, yeah, you're all invited. We love you.
0: I got to say November, around November 10th, I'm going to do a show pretty soon next week because all you guys have been funding my shows, sending me uh, contributions. Don't worry. I'm keeping up with it. Um, I owe you guys a show and I almost owe you two shows now. But uh, I calculate, and I'll talk about this on the show, around November 10th, we could hit an all-time high again. If you believe in the 210,000 block theory, there's just a lot of things that are, you know, that. So there might be a Bitcoin all-time high during this uh, conference of yours. That that would be. Uh, I think we're gonna
3: have we're gonna have all sorts of all-time highs all across crypto, like yeah. you know, and 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 Bitcoin leading the way, and you know, and there's gonna be people. We're gonna have all sorts of art, NFTs, real physical, digital, um, you know, even to the point like there was something mentioned earlier about. Uh, how can we like you know changing the nature of social interaction with NFTs? So like one, get this during the DDP, you know everybody's taking photos all the time on things. We're going to be launching this product called Nifty World at it that's going to allow you to take a picture and post it. So it'll like the the the, the vision is you take the picture, you post it, it goes into the DDP Miami eleven eleven twenty one. Uh, collection on open on polygon instantly so we're literally taking like photos like in in seconds and blasting them in in up onto open sea like bah.
2: are they are they one of one nfts
3: they'll be one of one nfts and and multiple people can
2: can contribute to the same collection and and how does the how does the money distribution work on that like
3: well, there's no – I mean, it's up to the person who, who mints it. They it's have the ability – it's, it's, it's in their NFT. own account, and then they we'll can list that. it for whatever they want. And the nice thing about the Polygon listings is it, it's co- they cost nothing to sell. You want to sell an Ethereum NFT? Dude, it's $200 well, just I mean, to list it. But right. that, right. like that's
0: a very interesting – and we can, this is for another show. But because Ethereum is so expensive, doesn't it make the Ethereum NFTs sort of like elite – and more pr- elite, and more yeah. prone to be traded by very wealthy people and you know attain more value i mean if something is going to be yeah. scarce there should be some uh-
2: well there's definitely a luxury product if you're running on top of ethereum right it's it's a yeah. hundred two hundred dollars just to issue an NFT on on openc and then um and then it's a five percent slice for for the platform for you to move it I mean, with, with with Bitcoin, and you know, you can issue it for like fucking five dollars, right? And move it for like fifty cents. And I'm not saying you should do it, but you can and you should. You know, fucking right now, the blocks are empty, right? And um, anyway. But that's, I, a, I, I, that's, that's interesting. And and DDP is a beautiful thing. Like, if you have ever been to a decentralized dance party, man. If you haven't, you have to check it out. If you're gonna, if you if you if you can make Miami, you should go to that because imagine this: there's a bunch of people wearing banana suits and all kinds of colorful, weird, neon, you know, wardrobes. And they have uh, a bunch of different speakers and there's an antenna somewhere that's beaming out music, right? With this sort of like wonderful playlist of danceable music. And then you're just kind of following the herd around the streets dancing and the music is everywhere. Um, It's some of the funnest thing I've ever experienced. In fact, the creator of Dogecoin, I remember in Vancouver, he he attended to to uh, attended a DDP, and it was the first time he'd been to a DDP. And there was a moment where he was just kind of like st- stunned, like looking at this crowd of like two three hundred people dancing. And I was like, "What's up, man? How does it feel to be in a DDP?" He's like, he he he's he, I think he looked at me. He was like, "I feel like I've never. I had no idea what it was." To have fun or something like 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 I had no idea I didn't really know what fun was. This is what <laughs> this is basically what he said to paraphrase. I don't remember exactly, right? And that's the creator of Dogecoin, right? So it's it's a good experience you're gonna you're, it's, yeah, it's something- a transformative Correct. experience that it was really like is.
3: at that conference that's when like we activated ken bozak and like turned him into the machine that he is today <laughs> <laughs> <He's the machine. laughs> right, i
0: want to i want to say something about nfts and artists that was kind of alluded to that i i think is kind of cool It the the at, well, usually in the in the real world what artists he, he makes his art Uh, It gets sold. That's it. He sold his art. He doesn't make money anymore. He dies, whatever. The the cool thing about these programmable NFTs is like the artists get a cut every, if they want to, they get a cut every time it's sold in the future. And I think that is, that's really taking art to a whole new level of uh, putting it in a whole new financial paradigm right there. That these poor artists, you know, quote unquote poor artists, if you know, they sold it for a thousand dollars, but then one day it sells for a million dollars and it's programmed in there. They're going to get, you know, a 5% cut for every time it's sold. That's freaking awesome. That that really gives some wealth to. And again, NFTs are way more than art, but uh, that that is a cool aspect of NFT art that I've been meaning to bring up. For, for, for quite some time.
3: And that can be utilized for all sorts of different things too. So that could be like, you know, if, if we're, if the NFT is a house, it could, there could be like, you know, land transfer tax associated to it if you wanted. Um, you know, and this was something that like within the art industry and the media and the content industry, like artist resale rights have been something that have been championed by a lot of people. And they have been wanting that because of this, of this exact issue. It's like, you know, they're, they're, they're trading and then the artists get left behind. But there wasn't really any way to kind of really quantify and solve it. But now it's solved. Like now we've like, you know, well, through, it, there's a lot of potential,
2: right? Like, like a lot of, of Pepe's, for example, are being flipped. They, they get bought up in Bitcoin. They get migrated or they get escrowed into Ethereum and reminted and open C and then sold. And then who's getting those fees, right? Like no, I'm not getting, I'm definitely not getting uh passive income from the Pepe's sold on open sea you know i've sold a couple there myself because i had to go through all the, right so like the the the, the artist the, the open sea sort of commission to artists is not perfect but it does provide a much more transparent way to deal with it right like no longer is it sort of buried in legalese right uh you can actually see it you know on this sort of pl- public ledgers and uh yeah and I that think it really, that, really, really
3: works in OpenSea too right the 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 commissions like if yeah, if, yeah. if you if you move if you move the asset directly from one person to another not on OpenSea then yeah. it's not then it, that Now that's, it may be
2: that there's a way to program an NFT with more complex logic than it just being a token you can send right and I'm actually kind of curious about that now. maybe I'm going to look into it but but it cuz right now the way that these things work is in order for you to get the percentage share you have to be in a kind of shared custody sort of platform right so with uh rare toshi which is issued on liquid um if you want to have this sort of percentage stake of every trade of your of your nft um you have to basically the nft gets put in a two of two multi-sig with rare toshi and uh and and the owner has one of the keys and every transfer that's how that's how the, the 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 commission fees is enforced but um I mean, I think I think it is a really exciting sort of um, area to develop, and yeah, artists should be proportionally paid, right? I mean, how many stories, horror stories, have we heard of like artists making a penny of the dollar of their music as the the sort of main house distribution sort of corporations take most of it just to cheer bureaucracy and administration, right? Like, I don't know, that's that's what I hear.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a way of uh, getting more of a cut for the the, the artist and having it you know, be very enforceable. I mean, totally, in, in for, like, no way around it uh, if it's if it's programmed in there. And that is the cool aspect of the freaking digital world, the digital age, the golden age we're entering. Okay, we're at the end of the show and I, I just, uh, I, I you guys are great. We had that delay beforehand because of all the Jitsi, so you stuck around. But the one final topic, then we can promote anything. I just want to bring this up about the mainstream world and how people... Do just see headlines and just eat up these talking points so much. And Twitter, you know, everybody loves Jack Dorsey. His company is, it puts out the lamest freaking talking points for the mainstream. uh, And people just, and you look at, and it's linked to below what I'm about to talk about. US Bitcoin miners doubled their power consumption in four months. And so and everybody in the thread is like, oh, my God, they're killing the, envi- the environment, whatever the environment is. <laughs> I mean, totally ignoring that the reason U.S. Bitcoin miners doubled their power consumption in four months. Oh, it sounds so horrible. They doubled their power, is because it's not going on in China anymore. The freaking opportunity is in the United States, the jobs, the money. It's all coming here. OK, so uh, you, you could you could worry about this abstract killing of the environment or whatever you want to make up, whatever. I mean, and everyone is into it but the reality on the ground is these businesses are not in china anymore they're not controlled you know by this fascist government or semi controlled there's not the worry that the fascist government is going to come in at any time and shut it down they are in america they are providing jobs they are providing opportunities here the innovation is here uh it's it's in private, definite private individual hands. It's not the United States government that's mining. It's private companies that have opened up here. So this is this is such a positive. And in the Bitcoin community, we've been raving for the last month about how all these mines are opening up, and there's mining in Texas, and how happy we are. And just you see these these headlines that are clearly just supposed to be clickbait, spreading FUD, and the eighty percenters buy into it. And they, they, they won't end up with Bitcoin. They will end up staying poor. U.S. Bitcoin miners doubled their power consumption in, in four months. I think that is awesome and great. But you're supposed to think that is horrible. So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts
2: on that. Yeah, you're supposed to be a low-energy uh, digital – basically a digital slave of this old low-energy vision they're trying to create. They, they don't want us to go beyond <laughs> the stars. They don't want us to to expand. They want us to shrink – and be contained right and that's some low energy share right there i think yeah. that's nonsense also and that's why free energy
3: um, is such a threat too
2: yeah yeah they don't want they don't want competition right they want to control the energy right um also something that they'll not say and obviously every bitcoiner probably should know this by now but a lot of the energy in bitcoin is actually using energy that would otherwise be wasted because it's not used by the the Perfect. The power grid, because the power grid doesn't have a battery to store energy in. Batteries are really expensive. We're just finally starting to make efficient batteries. And so energy that's not used is wasted, right? So what's Bitcoin doing? They're using the wasted energy. A lot of Bitcoin mining is sort of grabbing energy that would otherwise be wasted and using it to power the most censorship resistant, strongest money in the history of humankind. So, like, you got to push back on this stuff because this narrative is going to be... This is gonna be the main line of, of political attack for the next one hundred years against. Yeah. I mean, this is
3: what these 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 fascists is what they're they're yeah. saying now is just like it's COVID emergency and then climate emergency. Let's get net zero by net yeah. zero by twenty fifty. Like this is just mental. It's austerity, it's it's more dominance, it's total bullshit. Like, you know, if we, if we fixed the IP laws and allowed for like, you know, free innovation, dude, we'd have any gravity, any gravity vehicles pretty quickly and unlimited energy. And that's like, would be a very interesting discussion to see what happens with the Bitcoin, uh, network when we have free energy, um, but that's a that's a, that, another another day. That's a topic for another day. But yeah, like you know, when when you're like in Quebec, in, up in Canada, you know, they they're they're installing they're installing the the you know the mining factories. This is what they're doing in China too, like right next to the hydro dams. So it's it's not suffering from transmission loss. It's highly efficient use. And at the end of the day, it's like turning that into value and securing the network. So it makes a lot of sense. I would say as well within that, yes, the government, the governments are, are starting to get involved. Private institutions are publicly traded. Companies are also mining. So then when they have the publicly traded companies mining, then you have the publicly traded funds also getting in. And then you got all of a sudden BlackRock and Vanguard are now like, you know, behind securing this and, you know, and then that's that's another story, but it, it, it shows the, the the giant giant proliferation, yeah, the look main look mainstreamification,
2: apple, right? Yeah, total mainstreamification. Yeah. yeah. And, and again,
0: what we just said, you know, the the benefits of Bitcoin mining, it's not clickbaity, so the media is never going to pick up. They pick on the yeah, most simple, the most simple thing, and they have really, they really, it, it is sickening. Yes, yeah. the, the climate change narrative is about government control. It it really is. It's become so transparent but we have young people who are crying and scared who think the world is going to end so they associate bitcoin with the world ending i mean i mean it's it's terrible and the people who are into this control are they they're not holding back on you know intertwining bitcoin with their lies so juan is absolutely correct completely fight back again when you hear crap like this bring it up just like i brought it up on this show just to say how nonsensical it is We have to have progress in this world. Progress brings wealth, you know, cutting down on energy is just, you're, you're, you're getting stuck in a hole. You're becoming a tree. You're, you're, you're becoming a slave and that, and you're becoming dependent. And so let's remember just the whole killing the environment. This it's, it's an abstraction that is there to scare you. It is not real at all. It is not, it is the, the progress is improving the world. Progress is improving your life. Progress is making you wealthy. Progress is what's giving you these little phones in your hands that let you, you know, figure out anything. I mean,
3: you, magic wands. I mean, <laughs> 20 years ago,
0: it was unimaginable. Uh, that, that is progress. And uh, I, I am, I am not here to vilify progress. It, it seems like a lot of people are though. And they've got yeah. their uh, weird takes and they've been brainwashed to do it. They really think the world's going to end.
3: Okay. Now, one, one thing, one thing. Now the warning and the hope to everybody, and the warning to these centralized, like, you know, cabal crazy psychopaths you operate on a pyramid. You appear at the very top and have full transparency and seek full transparency over the masses. Blockchain technology, crypto. Tr- currency technology turns the pyramid upside down it is time for us to implement this technology to hold you accountable to hold these systems accountable so that the many can observe the few and your rot deception deceit and chaos will be exposed and you will no longer be able to operate and we will say goodbye because when we understand and see the truth and the truth is very difficult For anybody who's just waking up to the truth, the truth is really dark. The world is being run by monsters. But I will say as well, there are light workers everywhere building this new earth technology. We are going to make this pyramidal model obsolete, turn it upside down, restore harmony to this world, and bring in a golden age of abundance, prosperity, and creation. So that is the clarion call here to everybody. Do not focus on getting deep and dark and scared by these fascist freaks. Instead, focus on creating new models that make the existing one obsolete and bringing justice and accountability to those we entrust to help govern society. That's what I have to say. Beautiful. Beautiful. Compete. Compete, wow. don't
0: compete. Keep on creating, just, people. Man. Keep on creating. Yeah, the truth is sort of scary. I mean, that that pretty looking uh, prime minister of Canada is an evil dude. I mean, that's not like scary to me. I mean, <laughs> but a lot of people just like, oh, he must be so nice. He's not nice. He so says,
3: hey, whole, I'll say, look, man, I know, like, I know the guy. He's a nice. He, he's an. He's a nice guy, but I also say like he's 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 like he is not at the top of the pyramid. He's a couple layers down on the pyramid, and he is a <laughs> spokesperson for the agenda. And no, like no, no, the
0: whole "build back better" thing, it sounds nice. It's it's cryptic lies, and it's disgusting. And I can't even believe that the president of the United States, no one calls him out when he says we're doing "build back better." I mean, you're built, you're buying into this new world order thing that a bunch of people in Davos came up with. I mean, they're not hiding it. They've been talking about no, "build not. back better." It was pro. It was private individuals came up with this build back better thing and for some reason all the governments of the world say yeah let's let's buy into this fascist model just because we had a virus i mean (laughs) Ashra has been dreaming of this for so long and he's like because we have a virus we should change the way everything works it makes no sense but everybody buys into it and pretty boys in Canada and old men in the United States just repeat the narrative. They are weak. And I mean, that, that's the scary thing. But
3: it's, it's the truth is the, the whole package. Like, you know, the government is just an arm now of this corporatocracy. And like, you know, in combination with big pharma, big media, big tech, big, 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 all building back better. The, like, you know, there's a feedback
0: loop between all of them. I mean, the government yep. gives them, spe- it's, it's fascism. The government picks and picks and chooses winners, and they, they pick specific companies. Uh, I mean, some of these pharmacy co- – I mean, a man, it's unbelievable the amount of money they can – we, the taxpayers, are going to be paying for third yeah. doses of a, of a vaccine to a private company? Why? Why?
3: why, Canada, why? Canada bought 60 million shots for 2023-24, already paid, like already <laughs> paid. This is wealth transfer. This is the oh, robbing huge, yeah. of – the countries of the people. This is just taking all our money and printing money to further devalue and moving it into the hands of the corporateocracy. And then it filters through the public markets into the vanguards, into the black rocks, into like the investors, into the teachers unions, into the pensions funds. Like, so they're, they're in, there are incentivized to keep this bullshit narrative going. And it's all based on fear. And it's also, black magic too is what is going on when they tell you this is how spells work they have to tell you everything out in plain. that's why he wrote that friggin book the COVID-19 the great reset where he clearly outlaid it it's all been it's all been lined up Super Bowl last year Shakira and Jennifer Lopez halftime show gigantic spell kids in cages kids in cages rewatch it it's disgusting and that was right before they locked down the whole world and put all the kids well, you in know cages.
2: What? let them have their fiat let them have their paper money they want to they want to give all, all the money to the, the the corporate elites let them have it buy bitcoin and just take a step out of that scam and get some land and get some solar power and get ready for the collapse because shit's going to hit the fan hard at the speed that things are going and look for and the next Bitcoin too get out of the way and look There's for no the no next Bitcoin. Bitcoin
3: because and I'll say this about Bitcoin.
2: No, no, no. If you think for
3: a second that if you had unlimited money capacity and you saw Bitcoin, what would you do if you had unlimited money capacity and you saw Bitcoin and you had dark, dark, you're gonna buy it, dark, dark you're going to buy it. You're going to be buying buy it. it sustainably I, so that yeah. you own controlling positions in it. And then you can move the markets and wreck the markets there's as no, they see there's fit. No
2: next Bitcoin. There's no, nothing with better distribution in the there's market. Nothing, than Bitcoin. Yeah, there's Probably uninventable. You can't do it again. So this is the chance. This is the chance to mm-hmm. grab yourself a piece of something that's sovereign. That's, all right, yeah. dude, we're gonna leave it gonna with that. Crashed.
0: We we all gotta go. Redistribution of cultural influence. Remember yeah. that redistribution of cultural influence. Uh it, it will right now it is all centralized. Well, everything that Kyle was talking about is it boils down to centralization and people's reliance on centralization. Open your minds to true de- decentralization. It goes beyond Bitcoin into the NFT stuff too, because that's the redistribution of cultural influence. Uh, but obviously, having uh, your 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 wealth and money uh, c- completely you uh, uh, decentralized—that's the ultimate right there, and that is Bitcoin. Shabbat shalom, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Follow all three of these guys. They are linked to below. Go to Wan's site. It is linked to below. What is it again? Say the URL. That'll be the final.
2: Rarepepeworld.com. It's just a okay. place for you to look it's, at funny frogs. Go for it. If,
0: every, if everything goes right next week, there will be at least two shows. So uh, everyone, again, have a great weekend. Oh, there's Halloween for you people who celebrate that. Again, I, I don't. Shabbat Shalom is what I freaking celebrate. So pound. Pal-